as we know, our body reacts to various challenges. But according to the type of situation, our body will choose one type of reaction towards another. And our reactions are based on the evolutions of our nervous system. As we evolved, our automatic nervous system changed and it created different circuits, which kind of function in a hierarchy. The newer ones can inhibit older ones, but the older circuits are mainly based around defense. Most chronic disease involved in physical health are actually diseases of the autonomic nervous system. And this is something that people don't really talk about because it's still an unexplored area. Steve Borges talks about the polyvagal theory with poly signifying me many and vagal wandering. We'll talk about the polyvagal theory in another episode, but his theory really does interconnect the idea that our physical health is one with our mental health. So let's just say that we feel to be in a constant dangerous environment. So we, we feel we're in a really unsafe place constantly. If that happens, our system, our inner system, doesn't know what safety is because it's in, it's in constant threat and that's its default mode. So when we're in a fight or flight state, we can actually misread cues. We might often read neutral phases as aggressive. We might read fearful faces as angry. So we misread people cues and it just becomes difficult to build relationships. And we cannot use people to self-regulate which really does impact our ability to express ourselves with our surrounding environment and with other human beings. Social interaction behavior, in fact, is actually a neural exercise done by using our mammalian structures to inhibit more primitive defensive systems. We've talked about the mammalian and reptilian brain before. So if you're questioning what I'm talking about, you might want to go through some older episodes and have a listen to those ones as well. But when we're in a safe state, we can basically access higher cortical functions in the brain. But when we're in danger states, our systems can shut down and we just become defensive, not really allowing new information in, nor healthy information out. Our nervous system 
is basically picking up on information around from our environment and it's evaluating all the information that's coming through, not on a cognitive level, but on a neurobiological unconscious level. If we're safe, we'll make friends easier. And this will show with our face, with our tone, with our body language. But if we're in a dangerous situation, like, let's just say, we're in a novel environment, we're in a new place, in a new house, in a new circumstance. We don't know anyone at the party. And we tend to be quite socially insecure already, maybe because of previous traumas or just a tendency in our behavior. We will go in a physiological state which will support the fight or flight mobilization behavior. So as long as we can escape the situation, the dangerous situation, we're still negotiating with the danger. However, if we are unable to escape, so if maybe we're being held down, we're being trapped. For example, we're in a bathroom and somebody's blocking the door and they're ready to hurt us, so there is nowhere we can go. There is a possibility that we could trigger another circuit which can actually shut us down. So it wouldn't be a circuit involved in action and mobilization, but it would actually be involved in immobilization. Freeze, pass out, not react, passive disassociation, dissociation, <laughs> got it right in the end. And this is quite important to understanding trauma. A reaction to the world follows this evolutionary pattern in which the newest circuit is a circuit of social interaction linked to this mammalian vagal pathway. And this is basically a nerve that goes from the very bottom of a brain, the brainstem, all the way down to the heart. This nerve is linked in the brainstem to the nerves that regulate the muscles of the face and the head. And when this system doesn't work, we start seeing mental health issues, tantrums, anxiety. This has been widely studied. So when we express and we study the evolution of the autonomic nervous system, we identify another defensive system, which is the one we've just talked about. That's the shutting down one, the dissociate state. This immobilization is evoked basically in response to fear. And back in the days, it wasn't really acknowledged in either psychiatry nor psychology. We can often see this in animals when they freeze, as if time stopped. We forget this, but we can learn through association. And our learning through association goes outside our cognitive capabilities. It goes outside the realm of awareness. Our conscious mind isn't always aware of everything, I'm afraid to say. Our system can sometimes react. And we feel a bodily response 
but we might not know what that might mean. We might not know what we're reacting to, but we just see it and feel it in our body. For example, I might start shaking or my heart might start pounding really fast if I hear somebody shout at me. Because maybe, for example, that might remind me of a previous trauma of my father shouting at me or my father shouting at my mum or anything that caused a deep reaction. My autonomic response to the trigger, so my bodily sensation, my heart pounding and me shaking in response to what I've just witnessed, somebody shout at me, is just my response. It's just what happens. We might not be aware of the cues triggering a physical reaction, so I might not be instantly aware that I'm getting the shakes because somebody's shouting at me, but I'm definitely feeling it. So we might not be aware of the cues triggering the physical sensations, but we're usually always aware of the bodily responses. And this is why it's important to pay attention to what our body is telling us, and we must appreciate our autonomic reaction of the body. Because often, often we just get frustrated at the fact that we might not have responded in the way that we hoped by mobilizing or by doing something, for example. As if our nervous system has somewhat failed us. Whereas it's really important to take a different approach here and instead of beating ourselves down and getting frustrated and angry at ourselves for not responding in the way that we wanted to, we could appreciate and love what our body does. The organs below the diaphragm are usually the ones that are involved in the immobilization response. So our neuroregulation of organs below the diaphragm is different than our regulation above. So our shutdown system, our immobilization response, usually happens below the belly. If, for example, we look at people that have very frequent shutdown experiences, we can find digestive problems, bowel issues, exactly because the shutdown system is below in the belly, below the diaphragm. Whereas the other type of fight or flight response is higher from the diaphragm. It's of extreme importance that we start to understand that our body isn't separate to a mind, a brain. We are one and even if at times something might not come to our awareness straight away, there might be some underlying neural platforms which might provide us with different type of expressions. So it's about learning and listening and understanding, but also about self-compassion in the belief that our body is just doing what it's been 
made to do. And we should embrace that.